All right, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Oliver. Welcome to Oliver's Show, episode three. So today I'm going to be talking about things relating to health and how you can stay healthy during the COVID pandemic, different types of exercise that I've always loved and still do to this day, and um, talking about how exercise can kind of cure depression. So if you're feeling a bit down, exercise is the way to go for you. All right, so let's get into it. So everyone's been stuck at home recently thanks to the COVID pandemic, myself included, and I'm sure that you have noticed that it's possible your health might be dwindling a little bit, you might not be going outside as much as you used to, or you just don't have an exercise space in your house, so it's hard to exercise. And I don't blame you. Everyone's kind of in the same boat with you there. So um, yeah, we all we're all in this together, you know? One of the things that I've been doing recently is uh, watching these YouTube videos. There's like thousands of exercising YouTube videos out there. You just Google the type of exercise you want to do and the amount of time that you want to do it, put it into YouTube, and thousands of video results will come up with the type of exercise that you're trying to do, which I think is really awesome. There's a lot of people, there's a bunch of free videos out there. There's literally no need to go out and use one of these apps or buy anything from anyone, any kind of workout program. Just go on YouTube and you'll have everything you need right there. So these workouts have been pretty helpful recently. I only started doing them like about a week ago and already I can tell that I'm feeling like a whole lot better whenever I do one of these workouts. And that's also a great way to kind of give yourself a second wind. If you're feeling really tired after working for like 10 hours or something during the day, doing a workout gives you like that second wind to help you go for that extra hour or two that you need. Highly recommended. Um, usually high intensity workouts are the way to go and short bursts on, short bursts off. And yeah, you feel so much better. You can think clearer. It's just a great, great time all around. I want to talk about things that are going to be happening because winter is coming here in the land of Canada, and getting up to exercise now is probably going to be even harder for some people than it was before. Um, still got your restrictions going on. Uh, Ontario is not looking great for uh, like COVID pandemic lockdown stuff. Might actually be getting that soon. Um, so I think it's important to go out there, exercise, do as much as you can, even if it's just going for a walk around the block and then maybe just running randomly, short bursts of running in the middle of your walk. Great, great idea. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what's going to be happening this winter. So I'm curious about the ski season. I've been seeing a lot of uh, people, a lot of companies advertising their ski resorts and ski hills and like ski passes are open, yada, yada, yada. But I'm curious as to how that's going to work. In a way, it's probably nothing's going to change because when you're skiing, you already kind of wear a face mask to uh, cover your face because it's cold. Um, <laughs> so in that sense, you're probably going to want to keep that going. And that's probably just going to become like a mandatory thing. Um, they're probably just going to space out the lines a bit. Ski lifts are already like four person per ski lift and... So yeah, I honestly don't see there being any real big issues because you kind of like you're wearing like this outside protective suit against 
like other stuff coming into your body or leaving your body and entering other people's systems. So I think skiing is going to be great. I'm definitely going to try and go out and do some snowboarding um, this winter. Hopefully I can go more than once or twice, but we'll see. This winter break might go out a few times, but it always gets expensive in the holidays because that's when everyone else wants to go. So I'm going to have to find out what I'm doing about that. Continuing on here, I had a request from my aunt to uh, talk about running. So I've personally been a runner for a long time. I was on the cross country team in high school and I've competed in a few races in university and I plan to continue to compete in races and hopefully we'll get to the marathon one day. Um, But she brought up a very interesting idea, which was what do you think about when you're running? And I thought that was a great question because it is very, like running is a very interesting situation. When you're doing it, it's kind of sucks and feels great at the same time, depending on the kind of person that you are. Um, so I'm personally, when I'm running, I always listen to music. Like I kind of just let my mind wander. There are some times where like I just won't listen to music and I'll just kind of take in the scenery. When I'm running, I really kind of notice the things around me more. If it's kind of just like a jog, I'll like look around, I'll notice things in the neighborhood that I might not have noticed if I was like biking or something. And yeah, it's kind of very peaceful and zen. I always end up in the zen mode, just kind of almost relaxed while the rest of my body is stressed trying to run. There are some other times too where my brain will kind of go into like this calculation mode. I'll be thinking like about some problem that I need to solve and things I want to solve. So my goal for this year is to run a 10k and kind of the plan that I have for doing that is um, quick bursts. So like one day of the week do like interval training. So on off training and then another day of the week do kind of like sprint training. So to pick up the speed again, it's kind of interval, but more if it's like sprinting stuff. Another day do more hills related training and another day do some long distance stuff, but never do the full race before race day. And unfortunately there's no real races out there for me to actually like sign up for. So I'm just going to be racing against myself and the clock. Um, in this like 10k that I hope to do but yeah you're never supposed to do the actual race before race day you're supposed to run the distance but like break in between so that you don't like overexert yourself and then on race day you can go full force full speed usually run a little bit faster on race day at least I've found with my experiences oh I have this great story from uh, one of my high school cross-country meets So when I would run in high school, we would have these like events and they would sometimes go into like early November. And this early November, it was in grade 12, was extremely, extremely cold. And it might have been grade 11. I think it was grade 11. Anyway, so this November was extremely cold. So I go to this place called uh, Heart Lake. That's where the running event was. And this trail that we had to run through was a bunch of hills it was just up down up down up down and on that specific day i think it had rained the day before it was hailing the day of the event and it was two degrees celsius 
which is just above freezing. So I was trying to debate what types of things I should wear for this race because when it's that cold outside, you kind of like your body warms up when you're running. So you kind of have to like trade off between like being cold before you start running and overheating while you're running. So I think it's always better off to kind of like go with less clothes than more because you will heat up during the race. Uh, I ended up, I think, just going with a t-shirt and shorts and um, like a headband for my ears because my ears get pretty cold in the winter. Um, so it's like two degrees and we're getting ready for this race. And it was brutal. There was this, like after the first turn in the race, there's this massive hill that you had to go down and it just turned into a mudslide. People were literally sliding down this hill on their asses and getting to the bottom really quickly and then got up and kept running. And then once you ran through the forest a little bit, you would end up on the other side and you had to run up the other end of this hill, which was also like a mudslide, but in reverse. So people were just like crawling their way up. Oh my God, it was brutal. I luckily only slipped once and I managed to catch my fall before I got completely covered in mud. So I only got my hands a bit dirty um, and I was able to kind of just like keep running. And yeah, I actually, I ended up, I think that was one of the best races that I ever did because I actually picked up my pace a little more than I usually would and other people were slowed down like crazy. So my position kind of like bumped 20 or 30 places. Um, yeah, I was never in like the top like 20 runners. I'd always be like 50, 60 or so out of 300. So you know, I wasn't amazing, but I wasn't like slow either. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite, quite the good time. I would always end up like 60 something. I think 60 something was like the range. Um, and I think I would run like four minutes a kilometer, not very, not super fast. Um, but respectable. It was like four ten in high school. I was able to do a race, um, not so long ago. I think I ran like a four five per kilometer for five kilometers, which was pretty good. So that was a really fun race. Oh my God. And when the race was finished, like your arms were just red and like frozen from the cold outside. Like every part of you that wasn't covered in clothes was just red, like completely red. And oh man, it was, it was great. People would just like, you hang out in like the team, team bus afterward. And it was, everyone was like half the people were covered in mud and yeah, like I think everyone brought a spare change of clothes or at least had something else to put on like a sweater or something. Yeah, it was fun. Really enjoyed that race. Honestly, great memory, great memory. Nothing nothing like that has happened since. Uh, yeah, And then there was this other time in the summer of one of my high school years, I ended up doing this, um, I think it was called like the Tough Mud or something. I know there's like these Spartan races um, that like are, they're like these big events, basically these huge obstacle courses tied into a running race and you basically just go and run and do these obstacles and it was a really good time i really enjoyed like running and jumping over obstacles and stuff um yeah so at the end of the race they make you crawl under this like basically this pile of mud and you're just like covered in this mud water when you finish a race i think in the group that i was heading with i ended up second or something it wasn't a super competitive event but i did pretty well i think Another thing that I really like to do, going back now to talking about just exercising during the pandemic, I've found that one of the best things to do is 
if you live in a place where it's possible to bike around without like just getting slapped by a car, um, I highly recommend like whenever you're just feeling kind of like eh, you like don't know what to do and you want to go outside, I highly recommend going outside on your bike, just biking around and exploring a new trail in your city if there is a new trail or like a place you've never been to. It's a really great way to kind of just like clear your mind and like live in the moment and you kind of forget about the stuff that's going on around you. And yeah, so that's kind of like what I do whenever I'm feeling kind of down. I always just go outside for a bike ride and things seem a little bit better when you get back. So definitely recommend bike rides. I'm a big, big fan of riding bikes. Fortunately, last year, a great bike that my aunt gave me got stolen at my university and I will never forgive the person who did it. I don't know who did it, but I don't forgive you yet. Um, <laughs> it was a great bike, um, but yeah. So I'm hoping to actually buy a new bike this winter. Um, I know it seems kind of weird to buy a bike in winter, but I'm super cheap, so I'm trying to get the best deal on this bike that I possibly can. And I figure that winter, when nobody is buying a bike, will be the best time to buy a bike. At least that's the hypothesis that I have come up with. I also wanted to talk about kind of like the states of running. Uh, <laughs> when you're getting into a run, it's I find it very hard to start the run. Like, I, I think there's a saying up there that's like the hardest part of running is putting on your shoes. And this is entirely true because once you have your shoes on and you've gone out of your way and taken those like initial steps, there's like you're gonna you're gonna go and do it, right? But you have to get your butt out of your chair and put your shoes on and go outside and actually do it. And the hardest part is getting out of your chair to do it. Um, so I've always noticed that that's like stage one of running. And then stage two of running is when you're running and it kind of sucks and you're really tired and your body's like, stop this. Why are you doing this? And you're like, no, nah, it's fine. I'll just keep going. Like I'm doing this for you. And it's like, no, you're not. You need to stop. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of like stage two. And you get to stage three, which is sort of like the wall that you hit where you kind of surpassed your body complaining and now you're just running and kind of like enjoying it, maybe taking your time, maybe going fast, I don't know, however you like to run. And just kind of like enjoying the scenery, enjoying what's around you and, you know, exercising. It's a really good time, lots of fun. And that's kind of the third stage of running. And then when you finish and you're back home, stage four, you're either super, super exhausted or you feel great. Give yourself a little bit of a break after the run. And then you can get right back into working. Love my four stages of running. I think the reason that I wanted to mention that was that I just find it kind of funny how like running in a way is like kind of like torturous to your body for a little while. And it's such a mental battle. Running is not so much about how physically like capable you are. It does have a bit to do with that. But if you're a generally healthy person, running is a whole lot more about a mental battle than it is a physical battle. All right. So in this next part, I wanted to talk about exercising and its kind of relation to depression. So I found out that through um, I was listening to my girlfriend studying some stuff for one of her courses and she came across this very interesting fact which stated kind of that males are more 
like their depression is more easily cured purely through exercising, but it can also be beneficial to females um, to cure depression for exercising or to exercise in order to cure depression. And I've done a little bit of my own research and I have found from multiple articles, um, there's one from 2004 here uh, by Lynette L. Kraft and Frank M. Perna who did a bit of research and they've discovered that approximately 9.5% of the U.S. adult population each year has depression and 17% will suffer from a major depressive episode at some point in their lifetime. And we can see here that they say since the early 1900s, researchers have been interested in the association between exercise and depression. Early case studies concluded that at least for some moderate intense exercise should be beneficial for depression and result in a happier mood. Many studies have examined the efficacy of exercise to reduce symptoms of depression and the overwhelming majority of these studies have described positive benefit associated with exercise involvement. For example, 30 community dwelling moderately depressed men and women were randomly assigned to an exercise intervention group, a social, a social support group, or a weightless control group. The exercise intervention consisted of walking 20 to 40 minutes three times per week for six weeks. The authors reported that the exercise program alleviated overall symptoms of depression and was more effective than the other two groups in reducing somatic symptoms of depression. Yeah, so essentially this study, it only has like uh, 50 people in it, like the sample size isn't huge, but I still think that it shows that there was a like very positive correlation between exercising and depression. And I've found another one here as well. This one is from 2013 uh, by Gary M. Cooney. Main results, 39 trials, 2,326 participants. Anyway, so in conclusion here, basically just reading the abstract because um, I don't like reading entire research articles. Uh, exercise is moderately more effective than a control intervention for reducing symptoms of depression. Moderately more effective, but I think that moderately more effective is better than not. And I can tell from personal experience that when I do feel like crap, exercising is one of the best ways to feel better and to just move forward and yeah I think in multiple like moments in my life the one thing that's kind of like helped me out and helped me like overcome just feeling like crap was going to the gym or going for a bike ride or going for a run so I think just from like my own I know this is kind of like a confirmation bias where you look for the uh, article that kind of matches your preconceived notions which isn't very scientific but um I do think, at least from my experience and from what I've heard other people say, that this is very true and that like depression can kind of be helped through exercising. And I think in general, everyone should just be exercising. Not only is it like good for depression, but it's just good to your body and good for a long lifespan. So if you want to you know, live long, live healthy, live well, definitely do exercise and also eat well. Um, that's like one of the biggest things that people tend to miss out on. You can't just exercise. You need to exercise and have a good diet. So, and also I think for people who are struggling with their diet out there, um, 
one of the best things that you can do that I've found that works for me is to just not buy. I know it seems crazy, but just don't go down the aisles with the crap food. Don't buy things that are bad for you, basically. Um, and do buy things that might be like more difficult or complicated to make, but are a lot healthier. Um, and it doesn't have to be expensive either. So yeah, I think exercise is by far one of the best things that you can do for yourself and for your mental health and physical health. So get out there, go and exercise, and be healthy. All right, now let's say that you want to exercise and you want to make some type of change in your life because you want to become like that buff guy you saw at the gym. So one of the things that I found that really, really worked for me um, back when I would go to the gym a lot more in high school was doing it immediately after work. So I would work my like summer work, my shifts, and then I would go to the gym immediately after. So I wouldn't go home. I wouldn't really eat anything, but I would just try and get this workout, this exercise in. And then afterwards, I would go and eat food, yada, yada, replenish so your muscles could rebuild. And yeah, so that's one really great way, I think, of getting your exercise in every day, either immediately after or immediately before work. Um, another great way of getting exercise in is trying to book it in as like a mandatory course. If you are in university or college, you have like whatever your five or six classes that you have to go to. And I think like one of the things, again, that's worked really well for me was booking it into my calendar as kind of like a class time, the a thing that I had to do. And I would go to the gym two or three times a week and I would book it in about three times and I would shoot for minimum two because there are some days where you get like extremely busy. But I think that honestly, these types of things should come before your schooling and everything else because I think taking care of your health should be like the number one priority. But there was a time where I kind of took that too seriously. And then I ended up like just absolutely like being getting awful grades, not because I was looking after my health, but because I was distracted. Yeah. So take care of your health, um, book it in like a class and go out for a run, go out for a bike ride. Just do what you got to do to stay healthy. All right, so the final couple things here. Um, I just want to talk about kind of like running races and athletic events. So it doesn't seem likely that we'll be doing any types of like big group races or big group events. So I think that what people should be striving to do is go out and exercise in the ways that are available. So things like skiing or snowboarding and skating would be really cool. So try and like participate in those types of activities. Going out for a walk, doing individual exercise is very much a good way to like train. And if you like to usually train for a goal, but now there's no races to sign up for, like in my situation, what I recommend that you do is set a date on your calendar and like call it race day or something. And regardless of what else goes on that day, you have this hour in the middle of the day, plan out your course beforehand. And in that hour, you're just going to get up, go time yourself and do your race and then see how it feels and track it because you can't tr improve what you don't track. And if 
you track it, you'll feel better about it. Uh, like show it to your show it to your parents, get approval from them or something. And <laughs> and yeah, you know, so try and do that. Try to track things, try to book things in as if they were happening. You don't need a race. It also helps maybe if you have a running club, if you want like a social distance running buddy or something, do that. Um, yeah, get out there, help each other, motivate each other, exercise, and everything will be a-okay. Anyway, thanks very much for listening to my rant about exercise. Hopefully uh, you guys were able to take something away from it. And if you did, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel and like the video if you're on YouTube. It's free. You can always unsubscribe later. And I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for stopping by.